Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. As you know, I'm always delighted to be joined by John King Kong. Carol, what's happening, brother? How's life? My man. How are you? Life is I'm... good, my man. Life is good. I can't complain. Exactly. We just talked a little bit off uh, before I pushed record there. Uh, at least you've got some sun. You're in Marbella right now. At least you've got some sunshine. Uh, there's nothing but snow yeah, and rain here. <laughs> Mate, I, I was literally at the beach the other day. It was taking me top off and all. It was that hot. It's beautiful <laughs> here, man. you got one life. I don't see why people live life in a cold country. I love my homeland. I love Ireland. I'm a proud, proud Irishman. But the weather is just not for me, mate. <laughs> I had oh, the small man. taste of Australia. And I was like, I'm out here. Got back to Ireland. I was like, what? Why did I come home? Snapping I was, so. Mate, never again. I don't think I'll ever live in a cold country ever again, oh, as much you're as I love it. You're making me jealous, John. Oh, man, I need to get away. I need some fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bro, man, I've seen your, your your Instagram. I follow you on Instagram. I know you're still training away. You're still doing bits and pieces and stuff like that. So what, what have you heard in terms of a fight day? Have you got anything lined up this year? Yeah, I'm hoping to be out maybe the 20th of um, March. Just maybe in Malaga so we don't have to fly in, fly out, all that. Sorry, you lost me there, did you? No, I got you there, I got you there, that's okay. Um, yeah, I'm hoping March the 20th, maybe. Uh, just a Malaga, just to stay busy. I don't know whether it's going to be an eight-rounder or a ten-rounder or something. Um, three pounds have torn the fight down already, so we're probably going to have to fly people in. We kind of wanted, you were thinking, Spain to be the handiest, just because obviously we wouldn't have to do all the quarantining mm-hmm. and all that usual rubbish, you know, that the force us to do these days. But uh, we see what happens. We see what happens, mate. No one has accepted the fight yet. I've asked three. Three people, so we'll see what happens. You still move. You got. I know your last fight was up at lightweight, but I think you're moving back down to super featherweight. Your sort of natural weight, or are you staying up? Yeah, no. My weight was never supposed to be lightweight. Like yeah. we, the only reason we fought at that was because Maxi said he couldn't make weight the day before the fight. Like it was, we were supposed to do a catch weight in between, 
Um, and then, unfortunately, we obviously, as you know, we all had to quarantine in that um, hotel, but the hotel didn't have bats, didn't know. So Maxi couldn't make the weight because obviously he's a natural lightweight. Um, he's competing at lightweight. So basically what happened was he couldn't make the weight, the catch weight that we wanted to do. So it's the only reason I fought at that weight, you know. But um, it is what it is. Like we, uh, I'm always going to be competing at Super Feather. I quite make the Super Feather weight easy. And as everyone knows, I'm not a real big puncher, so I don't see where I'd go up to lightweight, you know that way? Yeah, yeah. Going back to the Max Hughes fight, see when I spoke to you post-fight, like you took the, the loss on your on the chin, you said you'd bounce back. Like you always do. You, you, you've got that positive mindset where you don't dwell on anything. It's like, on to the next one. Who cares? Right, that's done with. I'm, on, I'm, ready, I'm ready for the next chapter. I'm not, oh. That's in the past. Have you, have you, have you watched the fight back and what's your thoughts on it? I watched, I watched it back one time. I literally watched it back one time and to be quite honest I watched it back and I thought I won the fight um, and that's why I didn't want to waste my energy on watching it again because I was like it is what it is I accept it for what it is um, I genuinely don't really believe that I lost the fight but at the same time I'm accepting as a man and take a very valuable lesson for it and not be accepting silly things in, in the build up you know I had a lot of things going on in the build up that I was like, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. Look, you know, I'm a very positive person and I don't really care for things happening, but I'm, I'm also one of those that I believe in things happen for a reason. So, therefore, I accept what has happened. I accept that um, I caught a loss, a silly, silly loss, you know what I mean? But, like, that's why I got that mindset is I don't really care because I believe life, God, the universe, whatever you want to believe in, gives you little signs or little... Um, lessons in life to teach you a lesson and to be quite honest I, I had so many business opportunities going on at, at the time and like obviously I was at the coming off the quick fight and everyone just wanted to be around me everyone was pulling me attention left right and centre wanted to open this business that business and I was silly enough to fight do you know what it was it was the universe dangling little carrots in front mm. of me and I, I unfortunately like was jumping at those carrots I was hungry <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted more I'm, I'm a very ambitious person I always want more you know what I mean um, and we life which I will get you know but I just think what a blessing it was for the simple fact that it wasn't a massive big fight the fact was that lightweight and all that it's not really affecting me um, mm. top 15 ranking I just have to get another fight and I'm straight back in the top 15 because obviously it's not my weight category that I was competing at so it's not affecting me too much in certain ways but obviously I had to learn a very valuable lesson from it that I just need to focus on the boxing until my career is over and once my career is over once I win them world titles then I can focus on business and opportunities like that, that that'll that always calm me you get me so uh, I, I took a very valuable lesson I've dropped all those businesses things silly things that I was going to do opening the gyms and doing loads of stuff Um. And I've really, really focused more on the boxing now. And I'm back hungry. It's giving me that fire in my belly that I had before the quick fight. It's just, it's actually regenerated my career, I believe. And other people mightn't see it like that. But I always think on the positive side of life that the glass is still half full. You know, that way, like, I'm still young. I'm still ambitious. I'm very hungry. I know I'll get those world titles. It's not a matter of if, but just a matter of when. You know what I mean? I, I just need to be competing at my own weight division and focus on focus on the fight in hand and stop looking forward and past things you know what I mean where does all this positive stuff come from because like I said to you as soon as you lost against Max Hughes you had that disappointment but you came to me and said I'll do the interview and you just spoke positively right through the whole interview you never had a bad thing to say about Maxi or your performance 
where does all that positive and you talked about the universe and stuff like that, where does that come from? Mate, we're all here to, to experience uh, moments and times, you know what I mean? Instead of thinking, I think a lot of people put themselves under pressure and maybe fall into a little bit of depression because they always think of what circumstances should be and what they think they should be. And the only reason people get disappointed is because that moment in time wasn't what they expected it to be, what their expectations was. Mm -hmm. Like no one really, like if, if you just accept what things are as they are, all of a sudden life becomes sweet. Life is a beautiful thing. Like I, I look at the hallmarks of use things as a lesson. It was, it was, it was the universe of God or whatever you want to believe in. Allah, it was showing me some sort of like, it was just showing, give me a little lesson. And that's the way I look at things. And therefore I don't get down on myself because I know what I am. I know I'm a fighter, I'm a true fighter, I'm a warrior. When when time comes for me to fight for world titles, and I'm going to win them world titles next. I, I, I genuinely believe I'm really ready for world titles. So it's like, I just believe that, I don't know where you asked where the positivity comes from. I had a lot of crazy shit happen in my life. Obviously I lost my mother at 15 found my uncle dead on my fucking 16th birthday. You know, I had a lot of shit in my life as a teenager. And people ask me the same kind of question. Like, where, where, how are you still all right? Like, how are you still normal and functioning and, and smiling and shit? You know what I mean? And I was like, because it just is what it is. Accept those things for stuff that happens. And that mm -hmm. just is what it is. And I believe if, if you take every little lesson in life and enjoy every day and just try to appreciate every day because... Like that, one day my mother was here, the next day she was gone. One day my uncle was here, the next day he was gone. Mm -hmm. You need to appreciate the time that you have with the people that you have. I'm not be letting silly little things like a fight. Like, let's be real. But my career is all said and done. And I'm bleeding world champion and whatnot. And I'm at the return on top. I don't believe that anyone's going to remember fucking the Maxi Hughes fight. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. like, what's the point in getting down over it? If, I also try to look at life as well. as like, if, if I'm not going to remember it, and, and be worried about it in 10 years we let it take up 10 minutes of my of my precious happy lifetime when I can be sitting here appreciating staying with dad across from me or spending time with people that I love you know what I mean yeah. my daughter or my, my missus you know that kind of way like so I just I just try to appreciate life mate I don't really get beat up on on the universe and, and like what people think you should and shouldn't do you know what I mean I'll go, yeah. to be honest look I don't give a fuck <laughs> I just enjoy I just enjoy my life you know what I mean so it's just a fight like it is what it is it's just a job it's like if a plumber fucks up he has to come back the next day and fucking and fix your pipes that's the way I look at it like it's just my job so yeah unfortunately I lost but I don't really care <laughs> you know I just done my best and all you can ask for man is to do his best and looking back on it I actually genuinely still to this day believe I lost the fight Oh, I won the fight, but I lost the fight. So I accept that for what it is. Mm. And I take a valuable lesson for that to not fucking take things lightly in future and make sure I'm on, I'm on my shit. You know what I mean? Make sure I'm bleeding, I'm focused and, and not accept things too easy. You know, that sort of way. So I've learned a valuable lesson from it. So therefore, I've gained experience and I'm a better person today for it. So I don't take it as a loss. Fuck it, man. It's a win. Because I've, I've learned something from it. And life is about learning, isn't it? Definitely. That's what I'm saying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to clip that whole bit, man. I'm going to keep that on my phone. So if I feel like a shit deal or something's pissed me off, I'm going to go, what did Jono say again? Ah, oh, there you go. Just listen to John. <laughs> <laughs> Some inspiration, man. Fucking right. But like, mate, that's just life. You know what I mean? Yeah, people, yeah. people take themselves too serious. 
take their jobs too serious and shit. We should also just accept times for for what it is. Stop stop like thinking they should be certain ways, you know, just accept them for what they are. Definitely. Jono, you mentioned well the world title and being a world champion. And I know that's still a dream of yours, and you know deep down in yourself that you will become a world champion. Now, I remember before the Maxi Hughes fight, and some people you might have took that for for uh, lightly the Maxi Hughes fight because that Carl Frampton fight was dangled. You talked about cats being dangled in front of you. That Carl Frampton fight was always dangled in front of you and stuff like that. And sometimes yeah. a fighter, even though you're not looking past the fighter, subconsciously you might be looking past the fighter because you're thinking Carl Frampton and money and like uh, the Belfast and Dublin and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, is that a fight? that you still want and you're still hoping for is the Carl Frampton fight. If he beats Herring, then it could be a big fight, but are you still hoping for the Carl Frampton fight? Of course, I'd love the Carl Frampton fight. Like, no matter what, um, when there was a draw against Herring, I'd still like the Carl Frampton fight just because I really respect Carl. I'd love to be in the ring and share the ring with Carl. Um, like you said, the Dublin and Belfast thing would be a barn burner and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just really like Carl, and I think I just love the, the experience to be in there with him. You know what I mean? And then testing myself as well, someone who's with the experience that Carl has and, and the likes of that. You know what I mean? So, um, I just like being in against good people because for me, if it's a big name, I train really hard. If I have that little bit of fear factor in my in the closet, like that little bit of fear always pushes me to the next level. You know what I mean? Every time I've had like a a hard fight or a suspected hard fight I've always kind of showed up and the best me have been almost brought out of me you get me so mm. for me I'm not the type of person that shows away from things I, I'm much preferred if <clears throat> things are a bit spooky I'm a bit like ooh this, this mm. could be a fucking horrible night for me like I remember standing across the ring from Quig when he, when he was like walking out and I was thinking oh shit I remember where I was sitting when this fella knocked out Kiko Martinez I actually looked over at the spot I remember thinking Jesus like here I am here today. Because I remember sitting there thinking, I'd love to fight him. I'd love like because the, the atmosphere that night when he knocked out Kiko Martinez was was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had that bit of fear factor. As much as I looked all confident and shit walking to the ring, and I was I was soaking up, I was I was appreciating that atmosphere, I was loving it, even though they were all hating on me. But I was I was loving it, you know what I mean? I was eating that shit up. But I mean, I was shitting myself at the same time. I was I was fearful that like that this could be a hard night for me. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. the way my mindset was. Like, even though I looked all confident walking out, I was clenching those butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was it was a very exciting night. And then, look how I performed. You know what I mean? So, I much prefer to, to have kind of scary nights because I'm not going to remember, like, the likes of Maxi Hughes fight. Like, I wasn't really even nervous getting walking to the ring. There was no bleeding crowd. There was no nothing. And I... I really love fighting in front of a crowd I love that whole atmosphere it's kind of the reason why I fight is because I'm not going to lie going back to my mother after my mum passed away like I didn't really have too many things like that excited me you get me I had no like you know people go on holidays and stuff and they're like oh I'm all nervous and they're excited about going on holidays that shit don't excite me like unless my life is putting a little bit of fear I'm not really afraid of much many things and I find that a bit sad I, I like living on the edge a little bit like I I remember my mom just loved Christmas and I used to be really excited for Christmas and that. I mean, my mom passed away. I even hated on Christmas for a while. Now I have kids. I love it again. You know, it's a beautiful moment. But I mean, I hated on her for a while for a few years after my mom passed away because it was such a big moment for her. But like all these things, there was a lot of life was sapped out of me when my mom passed away. And I just feel like 
I need to be living on the edge for that bit of butterfly for something to give me a fright. And that's what I love about life. You know, like the way I can be just a normal person sitting at home, help me family, be a family man. But yeah, I can go out and fucking punch the head off someone have I'm like be shitting it like I'm gonna get the head punched off me, you know what I mean? Like I think it call from that fear factor then. Just call from and get yeah, it. Car- yeah, one hundred percent the experience the car Frampton, you can bang your swell. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's many things. Also, was crowd would be intimidating. You know, all those things is what I feed off. Like when I remember walking out, I remember me trying. I've been like almost annoyed at Quigs fans because someone like you're gonna get knocked out. You're shit. You're gonna get battered. And I was like smiling in the face, like we'll see, we'll see. I was loving that. Like I love all that stuff. Whereas me trying, I was like thinking it was disrespectful for me. I was like, yeah, keep giving it to me because I'm gonna prove you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. I'm one of them whereas I, like, to be quite honest like, I'm not being bad when I say this but I'm not going to remember the Maxi U's fight when I'm on my deathbed or when my life is all said and done I'm not, that's not going to be a highlight of my career you get me like when there was a draw it's just like the excitement wasn't there for the fight and I don't for me as a boxer it's weird and I've said this to Tom Stalker before and he, he was shocked like that I was even my mindset was on this like with the deco fight I was saying, like, I don't care whether I win this second second deck off for you. As long as I put in a good performance and I genuinely don't cut any corners and I put in my best performance, I don't care whether when there was a draw and he was like, what? I was like, nah, man, like, who was a fuck? It's just boxing. Like, I was like, I just do this because I love the fight, like, and I love the excitement of fighting. You know, like, it's weird. Some people might fight for money. Some people, like, I'm not saying that I just fight for, for excitement, but that's definitely the reason why I've held out on and continued this sport because it's a bleeding mad sport. Yeah. You know, like, the shit you have to discipline and keep yourself away from, like, all the bleeding normal parties and all. But, like, going out and having a party, that shit doesn't excite me. So I don't see what the point is of living if I'm just going to be not doing all those things. So I'm happy to, like, not do them things in order to fight. So I don't know. I don't really care about winning or losing. I, what I remember is all those fear factors and all those exciting times, you know what I mean? That's what, that's what I love about the sport. Definitely. And I've got to ask then, looks like, Herring and Frampton are fighting this month. What's your thoughts on the fight? Can Cole do it? Does Cole do it? You know what? I'm not going to lie. I actually think it's a quite big ask for Carl. Um, I think Carl beats him out of experience. And I just think, your man Herring, his boxing ability isn't the best. But he looks like he can bang. And he's really big. Like He's going to be a much bigger man than, than Carl on the night. You get me? So, uh, I don't know and he looks in fantastic shape the fellow I, I, I follow him on Instagram and that he looks in serious serious Nick you know and the last little video I seen the car he looked a little bit fleshy I was thinking Jesus Carl you should have stayed in shape over Christmas you know like I know he probably did but he definitely ate a little bit too much you know what I mean I was thinking fuck's sake Carl you could have been on it like because this is this is his chance to be a three time world champion so it should be all or nothing really for him you know I think Carl will do it but it'll be it won't be an easy night Um. But I think actually Shakur Stevens is in the shot for the toilet anyway, regardless mm-hmm. for that anyway, after the, the thing for you. So I reckon whoever wins, they're going to get bashed by Shakur Stevens. It's just Shakur Stevens. <laughs> he's he's an for you then, eh? Yeah, I'd love to be in against Shakur Stevens. You know, do you know who would actually be breaking myself to fight is your man Berche. Because he's a knockout artist and a half. And I trained with him over to Mexico. Like, he can punch. I was looking at him bad with midweight and I was like, fuck's sake. So, someone like, someone like him, I know I would be at my best because that fella scares me a little bit. You know what I mean? He's dead. Like, I like him a lot. I follow him on Instagram as well. I like him. He punches slow, but let me tell you, mate, he punches hard. 
and the range he gets on his punches is ridiculous. Mm. I don't know how he makes the weight. Like when I seen him and he was saying like that was Bichet, I was like, that's Bichet. I was like, that's Bichet. The fella looked like a bleeding middleweight. He's huge. He is like he's naturally very big mm. man. Um, someone like him that will bring the best out of me. You know what I mean? Because I'd be. I'd be fearful of getting sparked. <laughs> so I make sure I'd be on my game, you know what I mean? So Safe to uh, say though, care. Jono, there's big names out there for you. There's, there's big names in this division. Yeah, yeah. Another one, Jojo Diaz, obviously he's the 130-pound IBF champion, um, which I would love to fight Jojo Diaz. Like He's also another bleeding beast, you know what I mean? There's, there's so many big names out there for me right now. It's very exciting for the Super Featherweight mm-hmm. division. Like oh, I'm really excited to be in and mixing it with all these lads. And regardless, actually, don't even mind any of the champions. All the lads in the top 15 is very, very good. Like, very good. Like, you know, it would be serious, serious fights for me. So, like, this 130 pounds is, is a very exciting um, weight division right now. And I'm, I'm happy to be in it and in the mix with all these lads. You know what I mean? Because there's a few there's a few fucking big names that people mightn't even know that I've seen. I'm like, oh, he's a fucking, he's a good fighter. You know what I mean? I'd be up for that fight. You know, I don't really want boring fights. Like, that, that shit doesn't deal for me. And, like, I know, like, this fight, I'm not looking past it, obviously, because I look, yeah, past, yeah, yeah. We look past Max Hughes. But this, if I have an eight-rounder or whatever in Blade in, in Malaga, um, I'm going to kill this fella whoever I'm in against because I still have that hunger from, from Max. you thinking, how the fuck do I not even let that be that close? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I should have... See, this is another thing with the Maxi fight. I genuinely believe it was my fault for even letting it get close. You know what I mean? For it even to be on anyone's like lips, that that was a close fight. That shouldn't have been. I still genuinely still think I won the fight by two rounds, but I shouldn't have let it get that close. We had been two, three percent better mm-hmm. not having these meetings, and it might have been two or three percent better. If that had added one or two percent to my game, then it would, it, I would have just won that fight with a clear, without a shadow of a doubt. And that's the way I should have been putting a stamp on it. And that's the way I'll be putting a stamp on this next one. Whoever I'm fighting, I pity him. I pity the fool because <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to fucking bother him because I'm not messing. I'm punching harder than I ever have. I'm really, I'm almost angry that I let that fight happen the way I let it happen. You know what I mean? Even though I accept it for what it is, I'm still angry at myself that I'm like, you shouldn't have let that shit be that close. Mm-hmm. So from now on, I'm, my granddad used to always say like, get them out of there if you can, but it's just a pity I'm not a fucking puncher. <laughs> <laughs> but from now on, I swear, I'm actually practicing a lot of my power. So, I want to start haunting people. Well, you do hurt people. You're a volume puncher, and every every shot stings. It's not like yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like you don't have power. You do have power. You just don't have the concussive power that knocks somebody out with one punch. But you do yeah. have the power where you're throwing five six shots, and each all five six shots are hurting your opponent, and it's a volume type. Yeah, it all adds up. If that makes sense, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, for sure. Especially after twelve rounds. Yeah, exactly. You know what you did? You break your opponents down because you're you, you got a high level. Of volume when you come you're punching, which is which is a fan friendly style. You know what I mean? It's a fan friendly style, but that's actually something that I kind of want to slow down a little bit. I don't want to be throwing too many punches now. Mm-hmm. I want to start sitting on shots and throwing more power punches rather than so much of a volume of punching. Even though it's fan friendly, I still want to start sitting and haunting people. Like it, that's my next mission in this next fight is not so much to go in and just batter this fella. I want to go in. I want to practice loading up on certain shots. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. land them peach shots on his dome and spark someone I want to start haunting people and that's that's what I'm starting to try to add to my game and I've been working on my legs a lot so instead of sometimes I box a little bit too high on my, on my toes and on my feet and it's not also I've had serious problems with my hands so 
two. You know, after that quick fight, I had a lot of problems. So my hands feel good now at the minute. Yeah. My wrist, I hurt. I was meant to fight just before Christmas, and I hurt my wrist. And it was simply because I thrown a whopper shot in sparring. And I mean, <laughs> my wrist just couldn't hack the bleeding power. I landed such a good shot, like it was fucking peach like I'm not messing it was so powerful and it was one of them that I've been practicing you know like boom and loading up and I landed it but just picking my little wrist couldn't fucking hack the power <laughs> so my wrist went on me I was thinking you bastard so now I've been working on all my forearms I've been working on loads of little things and I'm back powerful again I'm back my wrist is brand spanking everything is good thank god so um, I'm looking forward to getting back in there and starting to smash people up well, I'm looking forward to it too, Jono, definitely. But I've got to ask, I've seen that you've done a little video on uh, Instagram about Jake Paul disrespecting the, the Irish flag and calling out all these Irish fighters, Conor McGregor, Dylan Moran and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. you've you done your little piece in that, but what are your thoughts on Jake Paul and doing what he's doing? Is he is he just doing it to sell a fight and make money or is he really <clears throat> a horrible person for doing all this, saying all this stuff? What's your thoughts on Jake? Yeah, I think he's just a clown, to be honest. You know what I mean? I don't think, I do think he's just a horrible little person. You know what? I'm not being bad to Americans, but like some Americans just have that ego and they're just dopes. He's at the hitting a bit of money. He's at the hitting a bit of fame and all. And because he, he hit the money and the fame, he thinks he's bleeding deadly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's just he's just a clown. And I don't, I have no issues with people trying to sell a fight and stuff. Like I, I sometimes like my own opponents and stuff. But the way he's like throwing around that Irish flag and all, throwing on the ground, I was like, if you done that in front of me, like, uh, I might get paid for shit, but I would hit you for free. <laughs> but that's yeah. not shit. You know what I mean? I'm not messing. Like, like he's just, he's just a mopper. You know what I mean? Even, even slagging the Devlin and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. saying about Connor's missus. I would, mm-hmm. I would punch the hell off someone on the streets for slagging my missus the way he slagged Connor's missus. And don't be surprised if Connor ever sees him out that he does because Connor is still from Dublin. Like, and he's slagging your missus, mate. His friends are not going to take that shit. Like, do though, you just don't do that, do you? Yeah, like you don't bring family into it. You, you will never hear me bring family into it. You'll never hear me bring, I don't know, someone's accent or being bald or you know being like. Wait, whoa, 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 about his eyes, I'm like, man, he was born with them. Like, I'm not gonna slag a man over his appearance. Like, that's mm. what that shit's not nice. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a nice guy. Like, as much as I like to slag people and kind of like see what that what the sensitive parts are throughout the boxing world, and like, I kind of poke at people's egos more so than what they look like or what. Like, if you're a bomb or so, I'm not gonna just disrespect you. I'm not gonna disrespect you because your family member might be whatever because shit yeah. I have mad family members too you know what I mean like so yeah. I, ain't, I ain't I ain't judging anyone I will never judge anybody but that Jake Paul fella is like he's doing whatever he can just to get the fight and he just wants that big money fight like don't think I was trying to call him out or nothing like it because he's bleeding he's way heavier and bigger than me it's, it wasn't about that like it wasn't like I was just trying to cash in and get, get a fight because he knows not to mention me because I would bat him like if, if we box like I would punch his head in mm-hmm. like that shit wouldn't be an issue. Like, I'd, I'd go up with serious weight just to batter someone like him. Um, but, like, I wasn't doing it because that was more doing it because of the disrespectful on the Irish flag. I was thinking, who's this little clown thing he is? And I'm not into all that. I don't watch people like that. It was just, the video got sent to me. I was like, is this fucking fella for real? Yeah. Like, I was just annoyed at the Irish flag more than that. And, else. and then I was a bit like, who's he think he is slagging, like, Connor's mistress? Like, that's, that shit is 
personal. You know, someone starts like my missus, like, I'm going to have to bother someone for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the money, the money, keep that money, mate. I'll bother you for free for that type of stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> John, oh, man, I've got to say, man, I appreciate it. Like, I always love talking to you, man, because you've got a way with words and you can talk, man. I love I love it. I just sit there, ask a question, and then you go off and you, you say some good stuff, which is which is always nice. Thank you. So, brother, I really hope that you get a fight soon, you get an opponent soon. You get, Thanks, mate. Uh, get back in that ring and do what you're doing. Hopefully, 2021, by the tail end of 2021, your name is amongst all them names that you just mentioned the Framptons, the Herrings, the Birchelts, all these For guys, sure. Jojo Diaz's and stuff like that. So, Jono, yeah. thank you so much, brother. Stay it will safe be, my friend. And enjoy the Mike sunshine. My words, it will be, brother. Stay Definitely, safe. Bro. Help the family as well. Take care. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.